Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Conferred Culture, brought to you by Timothy Theories, the podcast where we talk about the topics that many of us are passionate about. I'm your host, Chris Murphy, and this week I'm joined by... Tim, it's not a Monopoly Kiefler. <laughs> and uh, this week we're going to be discussing, we're going to be talking about Disney and specifically why the case possibly for, or, well, I'm going to talk about the case against them owning everything. So uh, mm-hmm. we did have a chance to talk about this a little bit before we started recording. And uh, I think I think Tim might be a little bit more measured than than me, but... <laughs> I guess we'll see as we go along. So, yeah, I, I know you got some more notes, so maybe I'll just let you kind of kick it off here. Sure. Uh, yeah, I, I think I don't think I'm like as I don't blame Disney as much um, for the outcome that we're we're currently facing with film and television and toys and I guess like our theme parks and all that stuff. I think for sure them owning everything is create is created a environment where everything just kind of is the same there's a lot of the same Mm. but i don't necessarily agree with uh the sentiment that it's disney's fault i think we we pay for what we we get and we get what we pay for so um i thought i thought i would start by talking about all of the stuff that disney currently owns in terms of uh their stakes in the ground so for those of you at home who are following along and keeping notes uh, Disney currently owns ABC, yep. uh, a large percentage of ESPN, mm-hmm. Touchstone Pictures, which they've owned for a long time. Yeah, uh, yeah. Marvel, Lucasfilm, uh, and I don't know if it's exactly fifty percent because what I read was two years old. But uh, A and E, so that's another big one. Uh, hmm. The History Channel, Lifetime. Pixar, Hollywood Records, uh, a very small percentage of Vice Media and Core Publishing. Now, if you think about that in terms of the landscape of entertainment, that don't basically they own, sorry, but don't they own Hulu too? I think they own Hulu the, too now again. Yeah, I think that was yeah. like I said, that was articles a couple years old. Yeah, so because so. it's because um, I think they uh put uh some of their um fx and fxx stuff on hulu mm-hmm. like after um yeah after theirs yeah and they own fox as well obviously so yeah well fox and so ffx is part so meaning they own fox silverlight too if i'm not mistaken yeah, yeah. which is which if you look at the whole landscape of things that they own it's pretty significant it's news it's television it's film um like i said there's and that's not that's not just uh that doesn't include all the other properties they own too where it comes to like i think they own food properties and uh, like creative uh licenses and stuff like that too like they own they own other kinds of companies this is just like their entertainment (laughs) wing (laughs) yeah (laughs) which is yeah which is pretty significant, pretty significant. So, um, Disney's the evil empire. <laughs> yeah. So just to give context to what we're talking about, like the case against Disney owning everything, this, we're just talking about entertainment. about entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. And to be clear too, they don't own all of Marvel. There's still a section that, um, Spider-Man and it's associated char- characters, his associated mm-hmm. characters are owned by, well, 
the license is with Sony and um, the Incredible Hulk. There's some, the reason why there's no Hulk movie is because uh, Paramount owns the distribution rights and they would have to split the cash with uh, Paramount, which is why you'll never see Hulk in its own. You'll never get like Planet Hulk or anything like that. The closest you got to that was uh, Thor Ragnarok where they had him fighting on that planet. But like, uh, yeah, so they don't own everything, everything. (laughs) There, there are some properties they don't like even Mm -hmm. part of parts of Marvel that they don't own. Yeah. And uh, I read this interesting, well, I guess it it wasn't read. I watched, I watched this interesting video talking about um, if, Sony ever got acquired because I think there's talks about someone really big acquiring them. It might have been was it Apple? Who was who was it? Oh, I don't know. But anyway, someone someone was talking about acquiring Apple or uh, Sony. And so what happened is if Sony got acquired, they would actually give up their license rights to Spider Man. Weird. So part I think part of the reason. This is just what someone said. I don't know if I 100% agree with this, but it makes sense is that if if Disney holds off, they don't have to buy the rights to Spider-Man. They can just get the rights to Spider-Man back. Well, they just work out with like uh they just worked out a sharing ag- agreement with Sony where it's like they yeah. split it six I think it's like 60/40 or something like that. Yeah, and they now is... they, they get crazy amounts of stuff without even having to produce the movie. So, yeah, yeah, which is it's see people and people are very they're like, well, why would Sony make that deal? Because for one, Sony's the last the two amazing Spider-Man films that Sony released didn't do very well. Mm -hmm. Uh, You get sword, you get like Spider-Man inserted. So insert it back into the public consciousness in a good way. And then they make money off of the like um, peripheral stuff like uh, um, Spider-Man for like PlayStation, for example. Because you get it out in the public limelight and then everybody wants it. And all of a sudden, people are paying you like licensing fees for Spider-Man. So it's yeah, that's why they do that deal because they make a lot more on the back end, even though they don't want to get like they don't even get half the gross. I think it was 6040. It might it might be something different than that. But yeah. Yeah. So what I'm looking at the Internet, it sounds like it is Apple. Oh, wow. Potentially. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me because Apple did launch its own streaming service. So it might want to go after Sony properties to add to that because they don't have a lot on their streaming service mm-hmm. so it's not too much of a shock everybody's getting to the streaming service game now anyway yeah so it's like cable so, over again so that's one of our stakes in the ground in this conversation i think is just how much how much entertainment do they currently own and then con- cons- considering that against literally everything else they own that isn't entertainment so th- they own a significant portion also, I thought it'd be fun for us to talk about some of the major properties they own in the entertainment. Because again, people might not be able to take that, or it's it's good to just consider the the intellectual property landscape. I guess maybe to, it's wild how Disney owns like Disney forever. You always thought them as it like a family company, and Disney owns Married with Children. <laughs> That's in that's my that's I I watched like on Disney on Disney Plus plus I watched like three Predator films the other night and I'm like Disney owns Predator that's wild that's so wild yeah. just like those are R rated films yeah so I was gonna I was I, later on in the podcast I wanted to talk about what does that look like in terms of quality of content mm-hmm. so it's interesting that you mentioned that but <clears throat> things that they own Star Wars the Muppets. <laughs> Marvel Cinematic oh, yeah, I forgot the Muppets. 
Marvel Cinematic Universe, not including the X-Men just yet because they haven't actually produced anything, but they haven't produced anything, but they do own it. They own all the stuff now. So all the stuff they can show it, which I don't think they've actually started showing everything yet, but no, we'll talk about WandaVision later. Uh, so Disney princesses and princes, obviously, which is like their main, that's their bread and butter. It was before. Yeah. Uh, Chronicles of Narnia. Oh yeah. I forgot they own that too. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. All the Pixar stuff. So Toy Story, Incredibles, Cars, Wally. Mm. I think Good Dinosaur. Maybe not. Maybe that might be Disney directly. Uh, Winnie the Pooh. Uh, Indiana Jones. Yeah. And then, like, we talked about all these other shows too, like all those ABC stuff. Um, and uh, obviously, Star Wars, all the Star Wars properties. Uh, is it's not just Star Wars the films like there's the shows and the offshoots so they own a significant portion of things and I mentioned history earlier um, so like History Channel stuff I think includes National Geographic does it not yep. or is that separate yes no uh, they own National Geographic it's but is it but is it does it fall under that or is it oh I don't know. Uh, I think, uh, so I think when they acquired, so like ABC and that whole like suite of, uh, channels and properties, I think mm-hmm. ABC owned national geographic. So I think it came over when they bought. Yeah. That's ABC, what I wasn't sure. I think, yeah. but I'm not hundred percent sure on that. Same thing with like, you know, a and history channel, all those things. I think they're, they were all owned much like, um, CBS and Viacom own, uh like the C like they owned the Paramount Network or CW or whatever, like mm-hmm. or like how um um HB like uh um Warner through the or through the HBO app like they own all HBO stuff but they also own like uh a whole bunch of other yeah much like that basically like they own all those affiliates and stuff. Yeah. And it was no it's no different than um when they bought all the ABC and the Fox stuff for that matter too. Great. Like, yeah, Disney owns the Americans, my favorite TV show of the last 10 years. Uh, so other properties that ABC has are who wants to be a millionaire, the view shark tank, the Oscars, which is fucking wild. If you think about it. Yeah. They own the, they literally own the Oscars. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel, uh, yeah. Grey's Anatomy, uh, General Hospital for those of you who love your soaps. Uh, the Connors. So I guess they own Roseanne too. Yes. Uh, celebrity. Well, it's a celebrity Wheel of Fortune. I'm going to assume that's just Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune with celebrities. Uh, Blackish, which I've always wanted to watch that show. So now I'm going to actually get to watch it because it's on Disney. It's Plus. A beyond. It's on Disney Plus. Uh, American Idol. America's funniest home videos. And there's a t- yep. there's a bunch of other random shit in Disney there owns yeah yeah and I mean we'll get to it later when we talk about like Fox properties but they own the Simpsons yeah so, I'm currently watching Futurama too like on Disney I'm like I forgot how good the show is but it's like yeah I've never actually they, fully watched it through so it's, it's on my list of shows that I want to watch this year yeah, it's like on Disney Plus now because they own everything yeah see this is the, the these are the, the this is the positive <laughs> the positives of disney owning stuff it's like yeah i can go binge watch futurama if i want to now yeah so okay so those are some of the properties um then i thought maybe we could chat a bit about uh star wars marvel and uh specific disney properties because 
we don't talk enough about Marvel and Star Wars on this podcast. So. Never. So no, we never do. So we got we got to do at least once. For those of you who are unfamiliar with Chris's perspective and my perspective, because I feel like <laughs> we share this perspective on dis on Disney Star Wars, I don't think it's as good in films. I don't think no. They got TV. They got TV on. TV's awesome. Yeah, the TV's fine. Like, um, we'll see what the new shows are like. Obviously, when they come, when they do them. But like, if if you look at the three, I guess technically there's <clears> four <throat> shows, but uh, the three, What's the fourth one, uh, the uh, rebel rebels, not rebels. The what the fuck was it called? Well, it was I haven't Wars. watched it. It's the kid. It's the kid show. Oh, uh, rebellion. Um, resistance. Resistance. Yeah, yeah it's based on the new. I didn't have a lot. I've heard it's okay. I just didn't have that Haven't much interest yet. in it. Anyway, so Clone Wars, uh, they they didn't do all of the Clone Wars. They technically picked it up partway through its run. Yeah, they only did one season of it, actually. Like the last, the seventh season. Like but everything else was season. done. There's a little bit of stuff like, I, I, I know you don't like thus Ahsoka stuff as much, but I still think it's good tv i mean it's fine it's just I, they you didn't have very many it. episodes I, f- I feel the same way about that season like of, of clone wars almost like it's almost like the uh wandavision show it's like you have a limited number of episodes and it kind of seems like you wasted a bit of time i don't know yeah so they had they did one season of that but it's a fine uh rebels is good and uh, mandalorian is good and uh and the movies are, I would say, middling at best. Yeah, I mean, depending on where you th- fall on them. But yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I will always say I really like Last Jedi. But like as a on a whole, they're it's not. Middling. Yeah, exactly. They don't do the job they're supposed to do, which is connect the all three of them and tell one story, which they don't at all. They're so disjointed. And yeah. so like, even I can admit that. Um. Yeah. We'll probably have an, a longer conversation about the Marvel films when we rank them, but maybe we'll, we could save an actual conversation about it just in general at some point. Yeah. Uh, but so, me- yeah, as far as Marvel goes, like, this is my big thing. This is really like, so this is why one of, one of my big things of why I don't want Disney to own everything. Um, so, We've we've gone over lots where I think like a lot of the new like as the longer the MCU has gone on the more samey it's gotten. Mm-hmm. Um, even then, like that's a matter of opinion. They don't take any chances anymore at all. They have a formula, which is fine. Yeah, and I agree. But the with big that. The, the big thing about it is is say what you want about the Fox Marvel films, and there are a number of bad ones. They're very uneven. <laughs> they're they're super uneven, but the good ones are really really good, and they at least. Like, as bad as some of the ones, at least they took some chances. Like, Age of Apocalypse is terrible, but they tried something. Like, they tried something different. Mm-hmm. It's just, it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> X-Men Days of Future Past is, like, one of the best X-Men films. Like, um, it's the best non, non-Wolverine-based X-Men movie. <laughs> it's the best non-Wolverine. It technically it's well, because it technically is the Wolverine show, but he's not the only thing that drives the plot forward. Yeah, he is a player in the film, I would say. And but he's definitely the protagonist of that story. You can't tell me it's Mystique. Well, oh, a hundred percent. Like, um, 
But I watched an older review on Red Letter Media the other day when they were doing a half in the bag on it. And they were talking about how this is pretty much their favorite X-Men film and how, um, you know, the time travel is weird and wonky, but it's always weird and wonky. And they talk about how, like, it's not just uh, the bad guy is not just the bad guy of the week. He, um, mm-hmm. like Peter Dinklage plays the guy, he's like, he has good intentions and he wants to make the world better, but his, uh, ultimately it results in making things worse. Um, how yeah. you get the feel, like it does one of the best jobs of, uh, um, displaying the dichotomy between, um, Magneto and professor X, like their different ideology, um, clashing against each other. Like mm-hmm. it's probably one of the best written x-men films and it's just like yes it is 100 like the world feels lived in um there's not a big laser beam coming out of the sky <laughs> you know what i mean it's, it's just like yeah magneto picks up a freaking stadium man and drops it on the white house line. it's like that's 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 different that's great and i don't think i don't think we're gonna get anything like that with disney i just don't like well like even we're with doing like- or doing like old man logan yeah. Like basically a, a riff on Old Man Logan. I don't think Disney does that. I don't think they're going to do well, even it. Even X Men First Class, like it talks about Cuban Missile Crisis. Like mm-hmm. it's like a a fascinating slice of life, I guess, if that's a way to put it. Yeah, like uh, it's a very like a point in time, uh, pivotal moment in history, and, and they just like they weave it in pretty like pretty well. I mean, yeah, and like Kevin Bacon hams it up kind of, but oh, unintended. Super. Uh, <laughs> nice Kevin Bacon is kind of like a hammy villain in that but I still oh, think totally but I think it's still a super interesting film like you said compared to some of these other films where it's it's just like uh, okay so uh, good guy um, either there it's an or flattered origin story which I'm sick to death of or it's a good guy uh, good guy like loses their powers or loses their the confidence bad guy of the week uh, good guy overcomes odds defeats bad guy mm-hmm. rinse repeat and that's what they're kind of all becoming like dr strange should have been so much weirder than what it was and it just it's like he's tony stark with magic <laughs> it's like yeah iron man was our most popular character let's integrate him into everything and it's just like yeah i, I get it it makes money but it's it's one of those i am you- super worried about deadpool 3 like they're gonna make it rated r but like <sighs> I'm super worried about Blade too. Like Mahershala Ali is a great actor. I cannot wait to be, see him in that role. Blade has an identity crisis, and then yeah, exactly right. I, I don't know, and like, are they even going to make it rated R? And I'm like, because if they don't, I'm like, I'm not really that interested in it. Yeah. It's just like I don't know, man. I I don't have a lot of confidence in them doing something different. So, yeah, and what I was going to say is what I loved about the original Iron Man movie is that they had to take a chance when they made yeah. it. Like it was no one knew what to expect with that film. And you look back on it now and like some of the things he says and does in that movie, like would Disney allow him to be like drinking booze and talking about all the women he slept with? Like, I don't know if yeah. that would fly in uh if they tried to kind of do it now and um, like they stopped trying to make all the movies like their own thing. Like I yeah. talk about this all the time. Like phase two was like, that's, this is a heist movie and this is, um, 
a political thriller and this is a noir and this is a uh action adventure and this is like you know what i mean it's It's mad yeah they 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 were trying to make them okay tie it all together but they should all be their own standalone thing and now it's just like okay like endgame and uh, like um infinity war and endgame were such a success that we got to do this everything has to be like integrated and we have to go out of our way to do it and it's one of those but then they don't even do it all that well because it's like there was this whole oh yeah like uh uh, wandavision is gonna have like a big impact on uh on dr strange i'm like where's where's the impact where's the impact like like at first i thought i was like okay you're 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 teasing like multiple multiple dimensions and stuff but this is a spoiler fast forward about i don't know a minute or so yeah, like if you don't want to know about WandaVision. But like the whole thing with Quicksilver, it ended up being some guy. It I'm was like, what are you doing? Such a what? such what? a great reveal. And I was so stoked when it happened. And I was like, oh man, what are they gonna do with this? And then it's it's a guy. It's nothing. some guy. Yeah, like, some guy with a spell. He just he's Evan Peters playing a different part. I'm like, you, you, to quote Angry Joe, you done fucked it up. It's also <laughs> like, kind of like it's kind of kind of like a fuck you to the audience a little bit. It yeah, totally. Because like, oh yeah, we're we're gonna tease stuff, and it's like, oh, so they're teasing the multiverse because Evan Peters played Quicksilver in the Fox movies, and he which which he did a really good job, and I really enjoyed him playing Quicksilver in the Fox movies. Okay, so let me so, just okay, say so this. we're gonna do we're gonna do like this um like uh multi dimensional thing like because the multiverse of madness it's the title of Doctor Strange movie. Okay, I'm invested, and they get to the end. It's like that's just some. It's it's a guy, and his last name is Boner, by the way. Yeah, so and he's just like under a spell, and you're like, what? That's why I said I feel like it was a bit of a fuck you to the audience. A hundred percent. So, like, what I was gonna say on the positive side is, I felt like in the Mandalorian when they revealed Luke, I felt like that was good fan service. Hundred uh, percent, yes. But it wasn't amazing. Like we talked about the CGI being fucking weird, but. Uh, that aside, it was great fan service because it's what the audience wants. Wanted. And they yeah. didn't even know they wanted it. Oh, yeah. No, people were calling Luke. And it's so funny because I watched a bunch of videos and people were like, you know, what do you think it's going to be? It can't be Luke because they won't do that. And lo and behold, they did Luke. And it but was it's so not. Ex- yeah, it was amazing. And they did it in such a way where you only saw his face for a little bit. And the, and the and buildup was like smart. They're like, the oh, it's a was lone smart. X-Wing. Like, it's like who? What? Like what? What's like did Ahsoka get an X wing? Is that like did um Ezra? Are they bringing Ezra, Ezra Bridger into the show? Like what are they? Like what's going on? Is it like it's some kind of Jedi that escaped the War sixty six? Whatever. And then like, all of a sudden, like I, my mind was racing as I'm thinking, like who could it? And I'm like, is it? Is it Luke? Could it be Luke? And then <laughs> and all of a sudden you see the it it, it like the green lightsaber at night. You're like, you're like holy shit! Yeah, and like I'm like I can't believe they did it. And so you're so. Yeah, you were absolutely elated and like it, he's not going to be a part of the show, but it wraps up a piece of the storyline and Without it does it in a super more. satisfying way. Yeah. So like if they had done that with WandaVision, if they had made it Quicksilver from another universe or um, <clears throat> if it was that he was brought back from the dead and or something like they figured out a way to make it tie in. Yeah, I would have been like, great, I'm on board with this. Yeah, then that's the tease to that's the tease. Doctor Strange in the, in the Multiverse of Madness. He's from another universe, and then I was like, "Oh, that's how it connects." Perfect. Yep. But in but you get to the end of it, and it's like, 
Oh, she how can. This, how, uh, she, she's she's she. No, it's how it connects is they say that she's more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme. That's it. <laughs> and like, she and she's able to. Uh, she's able to go to her astral form. I, I guess, but it's like, but like even who gives that a shit. I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> like, who gives a shit? Are you more any more excited for like Doctor Strange two than you were before? Because I'm not. <laughs> you know, like it's just this is the thing, man. They they look really have to be careful what they're doing because you guys can't you guys can't promise shit like that and like not deliver. You can't yeah. do that. And I don't know about you, but like I there's a whole bunch of other nitpicks about that show I have. Like I yeah. just there there isn't anything in the next phase, like other than Blade, that has me and Deadpool's outside the phase. I, I have think to look at this. Phase. I think they're going to keep him outside the MCU, which is smart because I don't want him in there because they'll just water him down. But is it phase uh, four? we're right now phase four. Uh, I think so. Yeah, Blade is the only one out of that one that I'm even remotely interested in seeing, and only if it's Radar. If they do some sort of PG thirteen bullshit, I'm not going to be unless the reviews are like everybody's blown away or something. But I mean, but you can't even trust the reviews because half the people are like, "Oh, the Captain Marvel was so good," and I'm like, "I'm this." I read the the synopsis of it and the spoilers, and I'm like, "This sounds fucking boring." <laughs> I I did want to I do want to watch Black Widow, but that's because I feel like it's going to be. Oh, I, I don't care. I I, <laughs> I think it'll be a little bit more of a oh a spy movie. Flick. Yeah, yeah, like, like a, more a spy, spy action. action. Sure, but she's dead. So that's like that's the end of it. There, that's your one off. Yeah, like she. That's the thing. Like, like it'd be different. Like it's it'd be different if like she was somehow still. But it's like she she died in Endgame. Like her character's done, and now you're gonna go and explore her backstory. Too late. Like we're this movie. Do that movie in phase two or phase three before you do before she dies, and then. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you'll give a shit when she dies. Because <laughs> really, like, I mean, it's not that I didn't care when she died. Is that it could, it probably would have had more emotional weight had they went into her backstory. It's too late now. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Like, I don't know, man. I think Thor just, will be it, fun too, but I don't know if it'll oh, be. Oh, yeah. Like uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. But even then, like, I'm like, okay, so they're going to do the female Thor arc. Mm-hmm. The part of the reason too, like, I'm, that I'm not totally enthused about that is, there's going to be a whole bunch of like whiny ass men on the internet who are like a female oh, Thor. Yeah. I know they did in the comics, but uh, I don't think Natalie Portman's like strong enough to play her or some stupid ass shit like that. Also, there's the, the be Guardians of the Galaxy are featuring in it too, right? So it might be a bit of an ensemble thing and it might be too much. Yeah, like a Thor and Guardians movie I'd be down with, but I don't think they're going to make it. <clears throat> yeah. Or I, they're I like, just going to have like, they're just going to be in, like you said, part of Thor. But like, I mean, I just, I just don't looking at an this, ensemble. Yeah, Probably I was just not. looking at the slate and stuff like that, or even reading things about like Spider Man, um, uh, something, something home, <laughs> something home. Yeah, because they got to put that in every that stupid thing in every title. Um, yeah, I was, and I'm like, I'm not in. I'm just in not no interested. In, yeah, I think so. I don't care. Again, I don't. I don't care. I don't care. And this <laughs> is this is pains me to say because I love Spider Man. Spider Man's like one of my all time favorite characters. And I don't give a shit about the MCU Spider-Man. I don't care. Like, um, who is it? Uh, um, Tom Holland? Tom Holland is charming. He's endearing. He's funny. It's just like, you know, it's like, you know what we got to do with Spider-Man in the MCU? We got to put Iron Man in everything. I'm like, fuck, really? Yeah, I thought that was kind of a, a weird direction to take that. Like, they could have... 
Like they could have found his, someone else. <laughs> yeah, they they got his character like all wrong. Like I mean, the the only thing that they did better is they show how like that he's smart, which is none of the Raimi films, and I don't think I never saw all of either of the amazing Spider-Mans because I just couldn't get through. He is smart in those stupid. films, but he's definitely okay. not uh, like, cause he, like he smart. makes his web shooters in, in this one, which is that's, that's good. Cause like if you ever watch Spider-Man, the animated series in the mid nineties, it's like, he's like, he's brilliant. Like he mm-hmm. um, uses in, his intelligence, not just his powers to get out of situations all the time. It's like the Batman thing, right? Like we were talking the other day about oh, yeah. making Batman an actual detective in a film. Yes. For once. Can, can, can one movie please do this? And Spider-Man's the same way. They've never really gone into it about how smart he is. Yeah. And I'm just not, I don't know. It just doesn't like Spider-Man, like far from home. Um, so I saw homecoming. It, it was fine. Uh, but like far from home, I, I haven't seen it. And again, I read all this stuff about it and I'm like, I'm like, okay. So you went from like Iron Man being half in the movie to you fighting like a bunch of people who are pissed at Iron Man. Like, you know, Spider-Man's got his own rose gallery, right? (laughs) Yeah. In in the film though, they do. So now that I'm thinking about it, they do make him a lot more, uh, intelligent in it in terms of like how he addresses problems and solves problems in it. So like I said, it's the only thing that this is this is like and this is so this is this is my case. This is like Marvel is, is my biggest thing for them not owning everything. There's I I'll get to like some of the other stuff later on, but mm-hmm. it, it, when I when I think about like I don't how I don't want them to own everything, like Marvel is like the top thing. It's it's I want I don't want all of it to be in one still like a lot of people because a lot of people do, right? Because they want those big crossover events. They want uh, the Fantastic Four and the Avengers yeah. in the same movie, right? And I, uh, I want to talk about all that too, because I think that I think there's not a good argument for it, but I could see this happening. <laughs> yes, and like the Avengers versus X Men, which was like a comic book line. I didn't read it. I heard it wasn't all that great, but it's one of those things where, yeah, I want to see like Wolverine because Wolverine was an Avenger for like the longest time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Spider-Man was a, a member of the Fantastic Four when Johnny Storm died, and they renamed them the um, um, oh, what was it? It was it wasn't Fantastic. It was a uh, four. Oh, what was it? Oh, I can't remember. Future found fu- Future Foundation. Future Foundation, I think. Yeah, Future Foundation. So they were still FF, but they had like white suits. So he he became a Fantastic Four member for a while mm-hmm. until they brought Johnny Storm back. But like. People want to see stuff like that or like a big scroll invasion or whatever. And it's just um, so I, I, I get that. But man, Fox was doing some. I mean, half of them sucked, <laughs> but like half the it's funny, like half of them sucked, like and half of them were like good to great. Like, but that's the same with comics. Stories aren't always the best. Sometimes you get that's some really true. Shitty that's very true. Stories. Sometimes stories tank. Yeah, that's right. And sometimes, like whoever you have as the writer from, they just don't they don't do a good job of writing it. Um, mm-hmm. But like, I would put Logan above most MCU films, like most of them. I put mm-hmm. Days of Future Past ahead of most MCU films because again, yeah. it's it's di- it, they're so different. Like, there's it's they're such their own thing. Dude, we, could, it's we like, can we can rank think... MCU, non MCU, and then, and then just do them together. Marvel. In total. Just Marvel films all together. But like, you don't have to rank everything. You could just say like what your top 10 is or something. Like that would be. Yeah, something like that. That'd yeah. be fun. So 
Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think I think the problem with 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 uh with the problem with Star or Star Wars, not Star Wars, with uh, Marvel is that um they have this rich back catalog to go into uh and use for their iconic characters. Mm-hmm. And they did that to an extent. Um and then Disney acquired everything and then it slowly excuse me, it slowly kind of went into this safety net of superhero storytelling. Mm-hmm. And then they reference stuff, which is still entertaining. And you're like, Oh, that's from this comic or that's from this story or that's from this series, or they, re- they reference this character and that's fun. And if I'm going to go to be entertained, I want to, I want to have that experience. But the problem is, and I think we, I said this to you separately, not on a podcast, but, um, the problem is like they're getting to their newer characters or their more niche characters now. And like, where do they go from here? Do they, mm-hmm. do they tell new stories? Cause they only, they're only, they're getting to the point now where they're like 10 years back into the Marvel catalog. If they're going to start doing young Avengers or, uh, you know, West coast Avengers or new Avengers from like, no, I'm talking about like the kid ones, like with Miles oh, Morales yeah. and Camilla Khan and, uh, Oh yeah. Uh, Nova. Speedball. And like, like the really recent stuff, like that's where it seems like they're headed. Cause like you get to young Avengers, that's like 2000s, 2005 around there. Mm -hmm. That's only 15 years ago. Like where, like realistically, how much more story can you tell before you're at the point where now you're creating brand new stuff. And like, based on what we've seen, I don't know, like I'm going to use the game of Thrones thing. Are we going to get into a Game of Thrones situation where you're telling brand new stories and it's not going to be the same and it's just not going to be the quality? Uh, yeah, maybe. I think they're just going to, they kind of just settled. I think they're, they're kind of just settling into a formula. It's just like, here's the formula that makes money. Right. And so like you can, like, this is like, uh, once they did Incredible Hulk with um, Edward Norton mm-hmm. and that failed. And like, uh, you know, they'll in Disney's defense, right? They'll they'll do what makes money, and so like what you pay a ticket to see, and you know that type of form. That's what they're gonna keep doing because they want to yeah. make money, which yeah, is fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. It's just it it gets monotonous and fatiguing after a while. And you know they tried to do something different with Incredible Hulk, and that was just a giant mess. And mm-hmm. like it's nobody likes it. Like <laughs> nobody talks about it and it didn't it, like, I mean, it made money, but not near what some of the other ones. It's not memorable you, is the problem. It's entertaining. Like you can watch it and have fun, but it doesn't, it doesn't pull in your heartstrings. It doesn't do anything interesting as a film. It's just, it's just an action flick with yeah. the Hulk. Yeah. And some, and I mean, <clears throat> something that they did to themselves too. They went big right away. They like Thanos is a universe level threat. It's like, okay, so now what do you do? Because the next time you do something and it requires all the Avengers, even if they're the new Avengers, it's going to be, well, what's this thing that's so dangerous? Like, Mm because in between films, people used to say that all the time. It's like, okay, so if Hydra is going to wipe out, like, I don't know, like 
what was it 40 or 50 percent of the world's population or something ridiculous it's like okay so like that's a lot of people how come the avengers aren't stopping them like where are they yeah and people started to ask that so if you're it, i feel like if they don't do something cosmic or which is why i think they're going to do secret inv- like um secret wars where it's multi-dimensional because it's not just one universe then it's multiple universes like yeah if it's not a big enough threat then you're like well why do we need the avengers to deal with this can't like you know three of them three or four of them take care of it or like two of them or like just one hero it's like the avengers is the thing right so the avengers in a comic book used to fight the reds they would fight the red skull the red skull is like a captain america enemy yeah. or they would fight like um like king the conqueror is pretty powerful but i don't know if he's thanos level powerful with the infinity gems or they would fight uh dr doom they fight dr doom like all the time and dr yeah, doom is like a, a fantastic threat. four yes and threat. fantastic four is like a so they've kind of shot themselves in the foot a little bit because now like you can't have the avengers fight dr doom now because it's it's like okay so why do they need everybody to fight him again <laughs> you know right like i just yeah I mean, it's, it's mm-hmm. not a Disney specific thing, but it's just I. It's an observation of mine. I think it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Well, the problem with creating one shot villains is that you then have to go to the next villain. If you don't make the villain a recurring character in your films, then you just have to go into the next one. And like you said, then it becomes an escalation issue. How do you not move on to Galactus or? Kang the Conqueror or Annihilus or something really epic because you have to constantly have epic level threats because you've already escalated to epic level threats and so then where do you go from there do you do like Avengers versus X-Men because even that's like like is that really even that's just like a like an earth level event like a crossover um, event like I guess you could have a a one I, I suppose like and they could have saved Secret Wars but they didn't because they have the scrolls are good guys, and they could have saved they could have mm. saved Civil oh, War Man. Invasion, they yeah. could have saved it for a bigger Avengers movie. But this, well, Secret Invasion, yes, but like Civil War, mm-hmm. like Civil War, they just blew on a Captain America movie. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Why don't you just save this for Avengers? Why don't you do this after? Well, I get why, like, because they wanted to pl- it to play into uh, Infinity War and Endgame. But like, do it in be like it needs to be its own movie because it's an interesting concept. You don't like it, it was shoehorned into another movie that it shouldn't mm-hmm. have been in, you know. And mm-hmm. it's just like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see what they do because, like, how do you, like, I mean, they accelerated their timeline, their storytelling t- timeline to the point where they they're not even following um, a progression of story. They're just kind of being like, oh, here's an interesting arc. Let's just make this part yeah. of the story. And you're like, yeah. okay, uh, I guess that makes sense. But like, I guess the other thing too we have to consider is like, we like this stuff, but does the general population like it or care? Not <clears throat> They don't care as much as we do. So like for them, it's well, I can just all, like. I, yeah, yeah, I can already tell you like, you know, I've talked to people who like have watched Scarlet Witch or, you know, not. They don't have like the background that we do in it. Let's say I don't want to sound snooty or an asshole or anything, but you know what I mean? Like, uh, you You've know, read we've comic been... books. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. That's all I mean by that. I don't mean anything else. But anyway, and they've been like, yeah, I enjoyed WandaVision because it just, you know, 
I didn't need to pick it apart and it was entertaining. And I'm like, okay, cool. It's just, it seemed like WandaVision. The reason it existed is because Disney's like, hey, we can use Scarlet Witch now. <laughs> that's all it's, that's really like, you get to the end, it's Chris, like, okay, she's Scarlet Witch now. That seems like what the show was for. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was really stoked that they called her Scarlet Witch and that they gave her her headpiece. Like, that was cool. The actual costume? Yeah. Like, that was cool. I liked that part. But to your point, was it that, like should the is it for a reason to make a show because <laughs> <laughs> like the show ended up being just like hey wanda needs to have a, a threat let's give her another witch to fight and you're yeah like, and they were trying to fill in like um they're trying to give her backstory too because i i think it they, seems like she's they gonna be major... they fucked up with with Black Widow. They're like, we should give the Scarlet Witch a backstory. Sure, they should give her the, the treatment that they never gave Black Widow, and it seems like she's gonna be a major player going forward. So, yeah, sure. Don't promise other shit though, if that's what you're gonna do. <laughs> and um, yeah. and man, whoever played Monica Rambo, like, holy crap! Like, I am not interested in seeing her in anything else. I did not like her. I just, I don't know I don't know what it was if it was the actor or if it was the direction or what I just did not like her character I That's could have fair. done without it I'm pretty sure she was in uh, Mad Men really yeah I think she played Dawn the secretary I was cause I, so oh, incidentally I've been awesome. watch I've been watching Mad Men and mm-hmm. uh, I really want to talk about her on a pack, podcast a hint hint future episode and, <laughs> hint wink wink yes uh, I'm pretty sure the character. <clears throat> Where's IMDb? Just talk for a second. I'll try and find it. Anyway, she, she, yeah, no, go ahead and find it. She, she was a dumb character and she did dumb things and I did not like her. And, uh, yeah, there, between her being stupid and like the sword agent being co- like a poorly written comical bad guy, like, well, he's that like did, cartoonish for sure. He's like, oh, yeah, he did cardboard. stuff that like just, just to be evil. It was just like, this guy is evil. We're gonna do evil stuff. He, he, yeah, like the some of the writing was like pretty weak, and then and the whole thing with White Vision too. It's just like, oh, I gave you back your all. Uh, I gave you back all your memories, and he's like, peace out. And nobody <laughs> mentions it after that at all. Yeah. Yeah. Vision comes back, doesn't even tell one. Is like, oh, hey, by the way, I'm alive. Like I, I gave by by the way, like the 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 other Vision, the one you thought was, I gave him back his memories. So like, maybe go look for that guy. Didn't even mention it. I'm like. What? Like, why even have him in there? I feel then? like he was oh, being selfish wanna... there a little bit. He's just like, oh, he's a total dick. <laughs> I'm like, you're such a dick, buddy. Like, why wouldn't you? Low, low like, key, low key dick. <laughs> low key dick. I would have been like, even though these are the last moments on earth, I, I love you. And, I, and you know, you can tell me what I am in a second, but FYI, there's another FYI. <laughs> there's a copy of vision run around. He's, he's all white. But I gave him back his memory, so he totally knows who you are. Maybe you want to go and look for him, by the way. Just because yeah. it's my, my parting gift to you. Like, well, I was like, watching that scene, and I'm like... Technically, do him a solid, because it's him. It's just another version of him. Yeah, exactly. He's the original Vision, if you really think about it. Yes, he is. He just had his memories locked away. That's and, he's, all. And, he's, and he literally got his paint wiped off for whatever reason. Yep. Um, the soul stone I think gave him his color or something. I don't know. Oh, maybe I don't know. Who knows? Mindstone, mindstone, mindstone. So I, don't, I whatever. <laughs> the, 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 but the, yeah, it was like by the way, you couldn't like just drop it like after you know what I mean. Like yeah, uh, you had a was, lot of time. Same, 
just you F- had a lot of time as the red thing was coming in. I, I found it by the way. It the actor's name oh, okay, is Teona Paris, and she was on Mad Men. She played Don uh, Chambers, there you go. The secretary. She, yeah, I just, I, I don't know if it was the writing or acting or both, but I just, I didn't like, I didn't like her. She was supposed to be one of the main protagonists, and I'm like, I, I don't like you. I, I think, I think maybe the reason why is that she didn't really have much character development. No, like almost nothing. And then she ends up with superpowers at the end and you're like, okay. I see how it is now, Marvel. We're just going to keep pumping out superheroes. That's right. See which ones stick. They even could have did something interesting where they did like, you know what? We're going to do like a reverse House of M because in in the comic, in the comic, she goes, okay, like no more mutants. And this one could have been like, sorry. Yeah. Just like not even like, so she does it subconsciously or like, um, the final battle, like she unleashes a whole bunch of power, and then like uh, a shockwave goes out, and it activates people's mutant genes, and then boom, you got mutants. And you don't even have the column, like you don't even have to say that's what happened. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to say the word mutant in this. You don't have to do that. You just do that shockwave, and then you pay it off in like three years. But they didn't even they couldn't even be bothered to do that. And it's like, like why why does this exist then? Because okay, so I'm gonna I'm calling it right now. Someone, someone make, make a note for me. So in two years when I'm right, we can go back and say, this is the podcast that I was writing. <laughs> there you go. They are creating, they're creating a, a world where they can just keep making more and more superhero movies and never have to like explain any of it, explain any of it. And it's just like, Oh, superhero. Oh, superhero. <laughs> it's mutants now. Uh, she got exposed to some kind of weird radiation from the hex. So, She's a superhero now. It's the beginning of lazy writing across the board. Yeah. Yeah. Because like that's yeah, actually, so, when you think about it, that's what it is. It's it's pretty goddamn lazy writing. It's it's super lazy, which is, again, like an, yet another reason why I didn't like it. But yeah. Yeah. There's so many bones that I could pick with that show, but it's 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 indicative of the whole Marvel yes. problem. And I was going to. Well, the, the Marvel Disney problem. I w- yeah. It'll make money. And one thing I can say is that none of their, outside of a couple, like none of their films are actively bad. They're just like middle of the road. They're like maybe a six or seven out of 10 at most. It's like, okay, so I'm going to also make this reference because I think it's significant. If you look back at romantic comedies, do you remember in the 2000s when we just had like a <laughs> sea of them and mm-hmm. there was like a kind of a tipping point where there's so many of them that like, by early 2010s, there was basically none of them anymore because people were so <laughs> sick of them. Yeah. I think that's kind of where we're at. Like people are starting, we're, I don't, okay, so you and I are a little bit more sensitive to this, but I think the average populace, uh, people are going to get to the point where there'll be, there'll be a tipping point and they'll be so sick of these kinds of superhero films that will go in a completely different direction. Yeah, probably. And I mean, I, w- I was going to also add that uh, um, we we got a cancellation of like four Marvel Netflix shows. One of which was terrible. Iron Fist was really bad. It was boring. But three quality Marvel shows on Netflix that were more street. They were street level. They were smaller problems. They were mm-hmm. self contained stories, and they were had a much harder edge to them. They, they were more for adult audiences, and they're just gone. And it's just like, man, like it took forever for the Punisher to get to being the Punisher. And now I, I don't get to see season three where he's fully like, like 
Frank Badass. Castle. I'm like, God damn, I wanted to see that so bad. Yeah. I love the Punisher too. Like he's also one of my all time favorite characters. And it's not we're not gonna get we're not gonna get a good Punisher film out of ever out of Disney. We're either not gonna get one or we're not gonna get a good one. Yeah, because if you think about it, like how many different iterations of the Punisher have there been? There's, got, there's been like four <laughs> one, now. One, two, three. Yeah, four. And like you said, Don't the TV wondering. show version was so close to being like uh, authentically, you know, the Punisher. It felt like they were doing two. Se- they were establishing over two seasons about the because you can't just be like, okay, like my family got killed and I'm gonna like kill everyone. Well, like, that's what they did in the movies, but yeah, that is what they did in the movies. But it's like it felt like too rushed that it came out. So they spent two seasons building up him. I don't want to be this guy because I don't want to like I don't want to be I don't want to become a monster. And then by the end of season two, he fully embraces it and he starts wearing the skull. And I'm like, yes, season three is going to rock. And it's just like, oh, Disney bought everything and they canceled it. No. Like they were just getting to him being the Punisher Punisher. Like, and there was a series that they did in, I want to say the early to mid 2000s Punisher Max. Mm. And it was like the best iteration of the Punisher I've ever seen. So yeah, like the comic books, just, right? Yeah. Yeah, the comic books, pun- the Punisher Max. Deadpool Max was like, Deadpool was already dialed up to a 10 and they dialed them up to like 20 and it didn't work. But Punisher Max was like, it was very adult stories and um, like he was smoking fools all over the place. It was great. Because <laughs> that's what the Punisher is about, right? It's just like he's yeah. a vengeance character. Yeah, he's absolutely. like one of the few superheroes that actually kills people. Mm-hmm. He judges them and kills them and it's it's so different. Well, We're never getting a good Punisher movie, man. It's not going to happen. Well, that's why you, that's why we read comics, folks. That's right. Comics, you can you can get away with it. You can do whatever, yeah. And so, like Daredevil was really good. Jessica Jones was really good. Iron Fist sucked, but the, I don't think I was ever an Iron Fist guy anyway. Well, he's kind of a weird character, but like he that's is not super weird. For. No, <laughs> we could. T- we could talk about weird characters on a different. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I mean, that's another thing, right? It's just they. Yeah, I don't know, man. This is this. Uh, I I had to rant about Marvel Marvel a little bit because. Yeah, it's, it's my go to thing about it's them. It's complicated. It's not. It's not something that I I I say lightly because I do enjoy those films, and because of where we were and where we are. It's it's tough because like there's a there's a there's the kid part of me that's like, yeah, comic book movies, we have them now. Yeah, let's put them all to let's mash everything together. But that works when you're playing with toys. <laughs> it's just like no, like um, my Optimus Prime can 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 beat your Superman. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you don't need to like mash everything together. No, and, and- uh, like Aliens versus Predator is like a. a key example of how sometimes that doesn't work and I'll, i will i'll be the first to admit that i'm so glad that the exercise of making a 20 film arc paid off but yes. now that it's been done yes i don't want to see it again but you know that's what they're gonna do it's just a problem right right that's what they're gonna do and and so yeah i mean so there's nothing we can do about we are powerless to stop it uh, I can just not go to the movies and yeah, oh yeah, or just 
here's what we do actually is we champion and i'm gonna do it right now we champion cool new weird stuff everybody Mm -hmm. who listens to this i know it's like maybe probably a small amount of people but anybody who listens to my voice right now watch doom patrol doom patrol Mm -hmm. is amazing only in doom patrol would you get a gender queer sentient street that can teleport around the the earth protecting um uh gay and 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 um transgendered and cross-dressing people people who are different and weird and it can and it protects those people Mm -hmm. um where you get uh, a guy who has his brain in a robot a person with 64 different personalities and every single one has a superpower including a person who's obsessed with romantic comedies and puts magic spells on men to fall in love with her and her name is karen and a (laughs) i know great right and a guy who is possessed by a cosmic entity whose skin is super radioactive and the bandages protects people from dying. And a guy um, and a woman who is a 50s, um, famous 50s actress who, um, if she can't control her emotions, turns into this big uh, amorphous blob. Cool. Um, all led by this guy who's trying to um, um, be immortal so he can protect his daughter who's like this half immortal um creature who has to fight back this like world ending demon right. and there was an episode where um there was so much sex show, that's cool it's so amazing there's this episode where um there's so much so much sexual energy that this sexual demon came and tried to give birth to this baby who if it cried would uh make all children in the world disappear and it would turn into a hedonistic hellscape and there was an organization who uh, were tasked with stopping the sex demon, and they were called, wait for it, the Sex Men. <laughs> <laughs> and they had little proton packs, and there were sex ghosts, and it was fucking great. And the show is so awesome. <laughs> the this, this show is amazing. It does weird shit like that all the time. But that's like, one of again, the, one that's of the what superheroes should do. It's exactly. like, tell- tell weird stories tell weird ass stories like uh one of the character one of the um the super the guy the, the bandages he's gay mm-hmm. um so like and all of them are super relatable because they all have they've all made mistakes in their past and they're trying to be better people and they don't always succeed i'm like perfect there's it's written so it's so gloriously weird i love it to death so, like i really do watch okay. that instead don't watch okay. wandavision watch doom patrol that's what i say okay I, I, I want to talk about one last thing before we start talking about because like we've been we've been we've been riffed for a good hour so I think yeah we're getting, yeah, yeah. We're getting there yeah uh, I want I want to talk about Disney properties just on their own for a bit generally here. speaking yeah so I feel like in the in recent years there's been some really excellent Disney films um because we so, talked about some we've talked about a couple of them. Outside of so, hold on. Outside of Pixar and outside of the MCU, and I mean Star Wars is not hasn't been good, so I wouldn't ask you outside of Star Wars. But like, like what? <laughs> like, uh, I would talk about Zootopia. As, okay, as a, they're animated. Sure. All right. Okay, so I don't. I guess I should be. We should be clear when I say I mean like they're animated properties. Animated, okay, they're animated properties that aren't Pixar specifically. Yeah. So I would say Zootopia is excellent. I would say Frozen, although that is, is that like 2012 at this point? Yes. How old is that movie? Yeah, it's, uh, no, it's not 2000. It's, yeah, actually, I think it might be. Sarah was very young. She was born in 2011. She was very young when she first saw it. 
Okay. And it was just it was kind of hitting its um uh peak when she yeah. like but she might have yeah, she might have been like two or three, but that doesn't mean it didn't come out in 2012. So now I got to quickly look at the actual Disney. That's movies. fine. Uh yeah, like um Tangle's good. Um yeah. But even then 4? like I guess uh, you what's seen that? that yet, though. Toy Story 4. Oh, Toy Story, I haven't seen it either. Soul is pretty good, though. That's Pixar, though. But, like, so, this is the thing about, like, Disney animated films. Like, they don't even, they they stole all of those ideas, too. (laughs) Mm Because, like, Coco is really um, good, too. I haven't seen it. Isn't that Pixar, though? Inside Out. Isn't that Pixar, too? Uh, Inside Out was definitely Pixar. Oh, shit, you might be right, actually. It might be Pixar. (laughs) I've seen Inside Out about 50 times. That that is 100% Pixar. Oh, it is Pixar. Okay, never mind. How do I but find like, so even just... the so the princess and the frog tangled is Rapunzel, Frozen is the ice queen like um mm-hmm. there's a specific name for it but like that uh, Nordic legend the ice queen like they it, they 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 stole all those ideas man <laughs> <laughs> like yeah I mean and that, this is this is so this is my other big case right there's no originality there like they just scoop up all this stuff they'll buy it and then it's like hey here's and a successful know. thing that you know or that you liked when you were a child we're gonna make it again and then you'll go uh to the theater and see them like the soulless live action remakes of all their classic cartoons wreck it ralph isn't uh, pixar right that's animated uh, wreck it ralph is yeah it's you're right it's not it's um it's, a good it's one. the same style but it's not it's a disney animated film yeah okay yeah. but to your point there I guess that's lot. original concept. Yeah. But even that, like there's a whole bunch of video games in it. It's like, Same with Big Hero 6. Big Hero 6 and Rick Ralph reference other stuff. Well, Big Hero 6 isn't that, wasn't that a uh, a graphic novel or something first? I think so. Yeah. So again, like there's nothing original coming out of the studio. Except for Zootopia. <laughs> Except for Zootopia. Which is which excellent is a good, film. Which is, it is very. I highly recommend that one to everyone. We, we have uh, we have recommended it a few times. Yes, we have. Um, a noir in in um, an anthropomorphic animal kingdom. <laughs> I don't know what more you want out of a movie. <laughs> Just saying. And it's like, very yeah, I mean, very uh, gender inclusive, and it's very uh, yeah. It's it's an it's, it's an excellent. Race yeah, relations movie. It's well written too. Like it's not just, you know, people who complain that, oh, it's PC, but it's like not. It's not really um, like it's not. It's like are people can people complain. It's like, oh, you know, political messages and blah, blah, blah. Like, no, it's it's actually well written too. Like because there are some shows where it's like it feels ham fisted and it, yeah. like the material around it's not well written. This is not an example of that. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean. Onwards knew as well, but I didn't personally like that one as much. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Like it was okay. Yeah, but like, it's, that, and so this is the thing, right? This is what Disney does. They pump out all this unoriginal, like most unoriginal stuff, and they like remaking all the cartoons, like Mulan and the Lion. And King that was the next thing I want to talk about: the remakes. So they've started oh, making God. all remaking everything that I loved in the nineties uh, <clears throat> as a kid. Uh, so Mulan is my. F- favorite animated movie uh, I've never seen it that is uh, hilariously not a Disney princess but um, <laughs> right what but I don't well it's just like weird because like she should be considered in the canon a Disney princess but they never officially included her 
weird. That's so uh, weird. Because, like, I guess she has to be officially a princess for it to count. Yeah, who cares? But like, Princess Pocahontas Leia is technically be. a Disney princess. Yeah. So anyway, uh, uh, Mulan was like a great movie. Um, and then they made this remake and it took all of the heart out of the story. And they, they took all of the triumphs that Mulan goes through out of it because it's just like, she's magic and she can just do stuff. Do stuff. Yeah, I, I, that's what I heard too. I read about it, and that's basically everybody's complaint. It's like, yeah, it's she like, can, but there's no progression. Where, it's just where, like, like, where's, where's her triumph? I'm just super like, powerful. There's nothing. She doesn't work for anything because it's just like it just happens. I, I just, I, I struggle with it because, like, I, I'm all for people having fantastic uh, powers and being able to you know, go through change and stuff in terms of like a character arc. But yeah. So I, like I was saying, I, I think the, the issue is that with Mulan in the original story in the nineties, it was a big character growth for her because she actually went through all these trials. She had to prove herself. She had to um, get stronger. And then she actually overcame all the odds based on her merit and her leadership whereas in this new remake they basically hand everything over via magic <laughs> and so it loses the yes. it loses the emotional arc of the story because mm-hmm. um mulan proved that she was just as good as any man like that was the whole point of the original story in 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 the and i'm not talking about the disney version i'm talking about like every asian myth around Mulan was about her overcoming and proving herself. And so when they stole it, like you said, the first time around, they, they, they did a good job of that. But in this remake, it doesn't have the same weight. So with these remakes, I generally hold that they're not good because yeah, like they look and sound and feel like a Disney movie, but most of the time they're either just straight up, copy or they remove important elements of the story yeah exactly that that's the problem when you're doing a remake it's either um total recall or it's psycho it's either total recall where everything's completely different and none of it works or it's psycho where it's a shot for shot remake in which case why does it exist why um although i heard an interesting theory that gus van sant did that on purpose so nobody would ever remake psycho (laughs) (laughs) it's like i'm just gonna do a shot for shot remake so nobody ever tries to do this again because it's such a great movie uh at any rate uh uh, yeah i mean the only one i like is cinderella um lily james is just so charming in that film that um it sort of gets by i think yeah uh but it's basically the same thing and i never super cared for the original so i didn't like i had no attachment to it and I hadn't seen it in forever, so I didn't really care. But all the rest of them, like Beauty and the Beast, eh, like it's not, Sarah would probably shoot me, but like it's not, it's, yeah, like they added a whole bunch of extra stuff. And it's just like, eh, Why? nah, man. Or like, and, and I heard The Lion King was just a soulless, like, yeah, it's basically, yeah, like it's just a soulless copy. And, and, and the stuff they, they updated, the, stuff the stuff they updated was like, oh, we're going to change some of the songs. And oh, Nala has like a bigger thing and it's like 
but why like what what does that add to the movie like nothing <laughs> they're just it's just a cash grab right and that's all they come across as like again i could, I could like, see them fixing for them not owning everything i could see them fixing up disney uh sorry disney dumbo because like dumbo was racist was racist <laughs> and i could see them fixing peter pan because of racism again um updating it but like even then like what you can do and this is the this is why hook is is decent like it's not great but it's entertaining because what they did is like what if peter pan grew up mm-hmm. that's it's an interesting concept not let's make peter pan again yeah you know what i mean and so like this is what disney doesn't do it's like they're not gonna do stuff like that because it's just like remember that thing that thing you really love when you're a kid yeah well, here it is again <laughs> nostalgia yeah nostalgia Ooh. yay and it's just it's so wild that like like i said like they own the simpsons and married with children and futurama and family guy and like married with children is um, hard to watch hey i, I tried it to, is now i tried it to watch now, it because yeah. i yeah. i only watched Ooh. some of it when i was a kid and i'm trying yep. watching it like this in the year of covid that's what I'm going to call it from now on the year of COVID. The year of the COVID. I tried to watch it last year and I got through like the first season in a bit. And I, it's just like, it like really grates on me. It's uh, a product of its time. Is yeah, what it is. It's very much as a product. That show would not. It's like much like uh, All in the Family would not play for audiences today. Married with Children would also not play for audiences today. It's just not. Like you can't even not watch it as show. like a satirical thing. Like, oh, it's like ironic like no it's just straight up ignorance it is yeah it's for sure totally and so you know they own a lot of stuff i mean let's not say they're gonna remake any of it but like they own like i said they own predator like and aliens it's just like do you trust disney to make like another predator movie i mean i didn't trust the people who made another predator movie to make (laughs) another predator movie no I will say I did watch Predator, Predator 2, even though it's like basically the same movie except in a city. It has its charms. It's underrated. I will say Predators is not as like there are there's some things in it like like um, Adrian Brody. Yeah. Adrian Brody and Alice Braga, freaking Walton Goggins and Danny Trejo. And I'm like, damn, I didn't. Maharshala Ali is in Predators. And I'm like, that's Oscar winning actor Maharshala Ali to you. Well, he's now, not at the time. No, not at the time. He's pretty good in it. I'm like, and Walton Goggins is great. He's so slimy, but he's also great. Topher Grace is so out of place in that movie. Oh my God. And his character too, like the the little twist on his character at the end, it doesn't make any sense and comes out of nowhere. He's like a sleazeball in that movie. Yeah, but... other and he just like pretends but it, he i guess he's a serial killer maybe i don't know and um it just comes out of nowhere and yeah. uh but there's like cool little callbacks it's an interesting concept but they, they that something. movie wouldn't happen today no they did something different with it like it's and it's not that old it's like came out like what 2011 yeah i think it's like 2009 ish but maybe 2011 it's like right on the cusp of like the beginning of the decade. I, I the remember end of that decade, beginning of the new one, and thinking like, okay, this is terrible. But like, so okay, I guess now is probably the, a good time. Lawrence Fishburne's talking. in it too. Like, damn, like they get some good cast for this. It's this probably a good point to kind of just talk about the problem with Disney owning things. <laughs> like we've kind yes. of a, we've kind of danced around the issue, but I think with all of this preamble out of the way i think the problem with disney owning everything is you don't get as much opportunity for mistakes to be made like when it comes down to it 
because yep. they like you said you keep underpinning it but they make a lot of safety bets where they're like let's do safe this movies nice and safe no this chances has been done we know this works people like this and to, to your to, again to your earlier points and all we, we've kind of touched upon it with like the marvel stuff and the star wars stuff and um comic books in general and even with disney ironically disney properties it, when you just like get the same story beats over and over again absolutely it can be entertaining absolutely you can have a good time absolutely it can create a sense of like familiarity and novelty or not novelties nostalgia um and i think a lot of what we've experienced this past year as a culture like a, a global culture um there's been a lot of like people going to things that are safe and comfortable and it makes them you know gives them those feel good feelings like and, like people binge watching friends of the office again oh yeah, like, the like, office is still pretty good like for a number of the seasons but like people going back and watching friends again and i'm like yeah boy friends yeah. is not good but that's why that's why people do things like that right is it's it's a it, it's it feels good to watch something that you know where it's going mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. which yeah. it says a lot to like just human beings in general, right? Like people will typically take the path of least, least resistance. Um, yeah. And we're wired that way, right? Like it's hard for us to not be motivated or it's hard to motivate ourselves to do what's good for our, us because uh, like getting up and like having a shower and making a healthy meal for breakfast and exercising in the morning, like things like that. Like you are never, I, I, I listen to a lot of Mel Robbins and she's, she's really good when it comes to like, I, I, I see you smiling. So you must know what I'm talking about. Uh, a little bit. She talks. A lot I think about, I know where you're going with it. Talks a lot about this. And I've talked about this on mm-hmm. Timothy theories before, but it's like that motivation to get up and do something. It's never going to be there for you as a human. Like we're just not wired that way. You have to force yourself through it every time. And so we talk about entertainment. It's the same thing. Like there's a reason why people watch this kind of stuff and Disney profits off of it because it's safe. It's easy to consume. It's, it's always, it's always leaves you feeling the same way. And there's nothing, I I don't say that because there's something wrong with an entertainment that does a certain thing for you. What I, what, what bothers me is that, with stuff that I like that isn't safe, when it becomes safe, it feels like you don't have anywhere to go. And so then you have to find new things. And I'm you gotta, I, just I got to keep up in the ante over and over. We talked about it with like the Marvel villain problem. But for me, I'm like, I don't I'm with you. I don't mind like safe is fine. Sometimes like, man, I'm no different. Like I was just about to say. I recently bought the Friday 13th box set. I pretty much watched all the movies outside of the three that I don't really like all that much. Yeah. And then I watched like a seven hour documentary about like Friday 13th. Like that's interesting. And and, yeah. And, but it's this, it, I, and I saw this uh, when red letter media, again, then when they did a, a review of, of uh, Friday the 13th and all its sequels, it's basically the same movie over and over and over again, but it's, entertaining because you don't give a shit about any of the characters you're just there to see jason kill people so i am the same but at the same time like safe is fine but i don't want all my entertainment to be safe like sometimes yeah take a swing and a miss if film is far more interesting when it takes even if it's bad 
at least you took a swing and a miss. And with with Disney owning a whole bunch of different stuff, that's a whole bunch of stuff that's probably going to be super safe. So Disney used to make stuff like uh, Black Hole and Flight of the Navigator, and they just don't make stuff like that anymore because it's just it's like we're interested in profit money <laughs> profit <laughs> at the end of the day, right? like it's a business so it has to have a it has to have a, a tr- upward trajectory and yep. when you make movies like as much as i like avengers endgame when you make a movie like that and it makes a ton of box office you're going to want a two billion dollars you're going to want to make that same box office the next year because you'll be able to get profits for your shareholders you will be able to keep the lights on and you'll be able to do more so as a business model, I completely understand and appreciate why they do that. Oh, yeah, me too. But does that mean that I now have to go somewhere else to find my fantasy content? Probably. Because I, I, I don't want to constantly watch that kind of movie. Like, And I've never nope. been that kind of person. And as much as I like thought Joker was okay... At least it was something different. Different. Yeah. Like it's it's a very very dark movie. I mean, it's basically like my I the the, the best thing I heard it referred to was like as my first Scorsese. Yeah, there's a there's a reference <laughs> a to, that. to one of his other movies, right? Yeah, it's it's like uh, King of King of Comedy, which I did watch, yeah. and it is a lot like that movie. It's like that and uh, toss and a dash of Taxi Driver. It's basically those two sort of combined together right it's like it's so so as much as i think it's sort of middle of the road at least it's different like mm-hmm. yeah at least they they're doing and I, th- this is the direction i hope dc goes in where they're just doing one-off standalone films that are i just don't like need wacky like yeah and i don't need like a, a big don't do another justice league or anything just give them all their own stuff and do interesting like the new batman looks really good because it's uh, him and he's been doing it for only a couple of years so he's fairly new at it and it looks like they're gonna do like a serial killer version of the of the riddler and i'm like and he gets to be a detective and i'm like cool you don't need to connect that to anything i heard this okay so i, not, I don't know if people care about spoilers or not or theories but i heard this really <laughs> cool theory about the batman that it's actually not a batman movie it's actually <sighs> it's actually the riddler's movie and, it's and Batman court, just happens to be in it. Yeah, and it's the Court of Owls, and like, Ooh. and then Batman has to break his rules in order to defeat the Court of Owls, and so then Ooh. it's like, it's not, it's not a typical Batman movie, and I'm like, that's out. That makes it sound even more interesting to me, mm-hmm. and I hope that it's like that. I really do. I hope that it's like do something different. Batman is a Joker. detective. Batman has to have a moral dilemma. Uh, mm-hmm. he has to do stuff that like he wouldn't normally do. And because he's still in his early stages of his career, it like messes with his head, which is perfect. Yep. And that's like what yeah, Riddler's all about is like mind games. So like, yeah, g- g- give me stuff like that. And again, like man of steel is like, eh, but again, they tried something different. They did just, they didn't just like, everybody's like, give us the Donner Superman. And it's like Richard Donner Superman. It's like, that was in the seventies. Been done. Like let's do something else. And Joker would have been infinitely better had they had no int- uh, reference to the Waynes whatsoever. But so they so had like, to just cut Bat- I know, but just like cut Batman out of it all together. I swear to God, if I see that crime alley scene one more goddamn time, well, probably in the Batman because why not? <sighs> don't, <laughs> don't do that. Just stop. Or I like, really hope it's like he's like hush though. 
where it's oh that be that would be awesome too like or like green lantern's perfect like it's a perfect case do it not on earth somewhere else in the galaxy and do something weird do on this like weird ass planet there's so much to mine in that universe where it's like do stuff like that and th- and this is the thing like so again it, go- it comes back to that i don't want all my stuff safe like mm-hmm. yes like a lot of the aliens movies were like a lot of the alien sequels are bad yeah. but like man david fincher tried in alien 3 you know like he made a mistake yeah like he, he even acknowledges like a whole bunch of my movie got cut and blah 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 but that all makes for like super interesting stories and it's like I, you even yeah you know what i mean it like adds to the kind of the lore of the franchise and or I, even I like, like um, prometheus and i know a lot of people don't like it but it's got some it. interesting ideas in it and it, it it's it's See, this is the thing it's got some interesting ideas this is a great concept yeah. It's like Demolition Man, right? It's not really that good of a movie, but it's like the concept is is um like it's such a great concept, right? Yeah. And it's it's like you yeah, Disney don't doesn't make that. They no. don't make those movies. Well, it's just okay. like okay, what 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 draws the most people in? So it's got to be PG for the most part, like not always, but it's got to be PG thirteen. Like we draw the most people in, make the most money. It's going to be the most homogenous, like. It's like this is the, one of the biggest reasons why I'm so disappointed in Doctor Strange, right? Mm-hmm. It's like such a good opportunity to do something weird, and it's like, yeah, Absolutely. the visuals are good, but it's like, what, like, what, what, what else are you doing weirdness? Like, what, what's what actually I mean? going to make it feel like Doctor Strange? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and and some of the com- and some some of the Doctor Strange comics are just flat out bizarre. <laughs> well, you know, and you know, but, we look at some yeah. of these Fox properties, so. Like you mentioned aliens, for example, I was thinking yep. like, what about planet of the apes or, uh, well, they've done all those sequels already. Right. But I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to make more of them, but is this, Oh be, yeah, probably. They're just pretty well regarded too. Just never seen them. And then, so like, here's an interesting property that I, I don't like the sequel, but I, I enjoyed the first one it was uh Kingsman. Oh yeah, I never I never saw the sequel because I'm like I saw the trailer and I'm like yeah that's not gonna be any good. <laughs> it's not. But they're doing a, they, they're doing another sequel where it's they're doing a uh, it's a prequel set earlier in the history. Yeah, of King, the King's right? Man, the King's Man or, or the King's Men or something. Yeah. yeah so, so it's like it's it's it takes place before. Uh, so like, what are they gonna do with properties like that? Are those gonna still be true to their roots? or do they here's the here's the outside of marvel here's the biggest thing that i'm worried about i love fox searchlight pictures fox searchlight makes excellent excellent movies mm-hmm. just amazing stuff and the, like um was a, they made spotlight spotlight's a fucking great movie for example yeah well right? there's gone girl uh was yep. one uh, i think black swan minority yep. report yes juno so, yeah, Fox Searchlight makes really good movies. Yeah. I don't want that to be homogenized by the Disney machine, right? They take chances and they give like smaller time directors can self-contained stories to work with. Is Disney still going to do that? Like I'm I'm worried they're just going to like do what say um a certain retail company I used to work for who got bought out and then they were like, "Oh, we we kind of want you for your distribution services and stores." <laughs> and less so for your own like um studio and IT department and marketing department and accounting. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. 
are they gonna do something like that where they buy they bought all this stuff and it's like now we're just gonna like bring as much in-house as we want and like trim a whole bunch of stuff that we don't think we need anymore because mm-hmm. searchlight is great and so like they take chances and i don't know that they're gonna survive and that's that makes me sad it really does because yeah. well you wouldn't you get know, borat as as divisive as that is you wouldn't get that no you know. I know for sure <laughs> and so like yeah i mean all this all this these little stuff that they go that they've gobbled up it's just like it seems innocuous but it's just like you could easily see it just being like yeah no so like oh yeah all those hey fuck search like finish up what you're working on right now and then we'll decide what we're gonna do with you and it's just like sorry you're not a studio anymore <laughs> And then, you know? and then I guess you don't the, make enough money. The other side of the it's coin like, is like that art has to go somewhere else. Someone's going to have to find a way to make those. Movies. Well, somebody will pick it up for sure. But it's like, Hope, well, hopefully. Yeah. I just have to wonder what, where does that stuff go? And I guess the other, there's an argument to be made for streaming services, opening up the, uh, the, the floor, I guess, for different kinds of properties, right? Like it, it's interesting how much the, the, the number of choices has increased the amount of films that are being made and shows. And uh-huh. I was always, I was thinking about this the other day. I don't know if this is true or if this is just my feeling on it, but it seems like Netflix has kind of gone towards more original shows. Uh, well, it's because all their content's getting stolen. <laughs> all uh, their content's getting like, uh, we want our own streaming service, so you can't have that anymore. But That's it doesn't happening. feel like films are as much or as big of a deal to them. Whereas like Amazon, for example, would have more films. I, I don't know, man. Like they did pay Scorsese a whole bunch of money for the Irishman. But like, if you look at it, how many films have they actually made in the past year? I don't know if it's as many as Amazon mm, has done. Yeah, maybe not. And Amazon has done the, my, my, it's creeping up there to be, being one of my favorite all time films, Suspiria, mm-hmm. the remake 2018. Everybody should watch it. Do I that. did just watch coming to America and I regretted that. Yeah, I'm not going to. I wasn't. Uh, this is going to sound sacrilegious, but I wasn't too big of a fan of the first one, to be honest. So I just, I, I right off the bat, just had no interest in this one. Mm. So it's just, it's a, it's a retread of the original. What a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Sequels never do that. What are you talking about? Well, I was like, I was like, maybe it'll be new. No, it's a, it's a retread. Yeah. For a new generation. Yeah, I mean, yeah. One other thing, too, I'll say in, in streaming service, too, be, um, case against disney owning everything is when their streaming service doesn't work for me i know that you've had like problems with netflix but i've never had a problem with netflix that wasn't internet related so it's just like it never freezes stalls or takes long to start ever mm-hmm. but disney plus man Sucks. it'll just like not work for two days and then i'll turn my tv on and I'm like oh i can watch fu- the fu- that episode of futurama that you paused 11 minutes into and wouldn't let me watch any more of mm. I've had that it's problem done it a few times play too. too. I don't know why. Oh, yeah? When I try and play it on the TV, it, it doesn't always want to play the movie properly. It's so like yeah. that's kind of soured me on using Google Play because <laughs> it's like, well, well, yeah, because it. Sh- I mean, like you, Google has like what all of the billions, digital. trillions of dollars. It's just like you guys can't, like, <laughs> you can't make your your you can't make your streaming your music streaming service work right, really. It's the same well, thing with Disney. Movies. I'm like, you, you you bought Star Wars for $4 billion and you have already recouped your investment on that property. 
and and then some. You you made two billion dollars off of of Avengers Endgame, and you can't make a streaming service that works properly all the time. <laughs> yeah. Also, you can't make a streaming service that has a good goddamn interface. Just copy Netflix. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I don't. Yeah, like I yeah. Anyway, that, that's that's th- those are m- more minor quibbles, but still, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just it's it's the the, my, the, the case really is that that Disney just doesn't make creative stuff anymore, and like gone are the days where they make Black Hole, Tron, and Flight and Navigator, and, or Escape, or um, Race to Witch Mountain. They don't make that stuff, or they make a no. soulless remake of that, right? Even the, they don't even make the stuff Tron, like that anymore. Even the Tron sequel was like kind of Tron Legacy's. Fine. The visuals are amazing. The story the st- is story. Safe. Although I must, I have to say that the first one wasn't exactly <laughs> amazing. Yeah. The story is yeah. like, yeah, it's it's also not great. But hey, Bruce Boxleitner got a got a big time role in the Disney movie. I'm good with that. Captain John Sheridan from Babylon Five. I'm I'm down with that. But uh, yeah, I mean, again, they sort of tried something. Mm-hmm. Well, look uh, look. Anytime they 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 tried and do something sort of weird too right like john carter of mars or like tron legacy and it's just like it bombs and then so they're like, like okay if, we're not doing this anymore and i'm yeah, like it's okay why? all right safe it is yeah super safe it is we we just like although they can almost do whatever they want at this point because i think they're almost too big to fail Ooh. um based on where they're at now i mean they just yeah they just they but see printing money See, this is where like I, if I was if I was a studio exec there, and I wanted to, um, if I really wanted to own everything, I would. Wouldn't you want to make smaller creative projects that you take risks on to just see yes. if there's new markets? Yes, and then, then you're creating new stuff. You're not relying on nostalgia for people to come see your movies. Because like, yeah, it might not make you as much bank, but then you're opening your audience and demographics up to mm-hmm. potentially more people. And, you know, it's like, this is a which is analogy. why, like, which is why Searchlight existed in the first place. It's yeah. Like, okay. Fox is like, okay, we're going to go over here and make like an AVP movie, like, a, or like an aliens, another alien film. You guys can go like make spotlight or like Juno. And, and, and like okay. they'll get a whole bunch of awards, and then we can be all like, "See, we fund the arts." <laughs> <laughs> Just do that, like I. So that's that's what I hope they really keep that alive. But yeah, no, I'm with you, man. Like, take a chance and make some uh, um, some smaller stuff and see what happens. Worst case scenario, it fails, and then you can come in with like um, Avengers: um, Secret Wars, and that can make like three billion dollars and. And, and so be it. Then you have those. And so movies. be it. You just write that little dinky movie, that that movie that costs twenty million dollars to make off as a loss. Yeah, it's just a business expense, right? It's yeah, it's just part of your operating yeah. costs. So, I, yeah, they, I think they own some horror stuff. They might own some horror stuff too. And it's like, man, Disney ain't never gonna make a horror movie. It's like <sighs> they'll make a they'll make a thriller. That's the call of horror. Yeah. That's why, like, I'm not too worried about that because Blumhouse exists and Dimension's still around and um, uh, 
like New Line still makes horror movies, although mm-hmm. sometimes, although I will say it's mostly like no name studios that make good horror movies now. Uh, yeah, and and the big the big boys can't make anything. Waiting on that new Friday Thirteenth movie though, if they can, if the original creators of it can ever work out their copyright lawsuit. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, it's it's hard to say if that'll happen, but. Yeah. Anyway, that's getting off topic, but yeah, I mean, yeah, like uh, bottom line, it's just, it's, it's, uh, the, the, the case is just the, the ultimate lack of new and interesting ideas and, and overall creativity, I think just to try and just to take a swing and a miss. I just, I just don't see them. They, they have been told by audiences what, uh, makes money and they're just going to stick with that. Mm-hmm. And I not, Exci- terribly excited about it no and, and it's 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 one of those things too where if if you try to if you try to 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 got like okay let's say they try and go more to like asian markets they're gonna have to broaden the appeal so like how how much broader can you go like it's just gonna you just steal a whole bunch of chinese movies <laughs> i guess like what, what? What's like? What we got in Chinese lore over here that we can steal? I guess maybe that's where Raya and the Last Dragon or whatever came from. I yeah, I, I heard also that was bad. <laughs> I could see maybe that's why that exists. Yeah, probably. Um, oh, wouldn't would not shock me. So I don't know. I don't know. Thirteen what else assassins, man, something like that. Yeah. I don't know what else there's to say about it. Like, I, I, I didn't, no, not really. Like we've basically covered everything that I can think of to say about it. Like, yeah. I'm wholeheartedly opposed to them. I have, everything. I have one as cool one. as it's. Yeah. I, I, as cool as it sounds and to have like all your comic book characters together, uh, there is a consequence of them buying all that. Just, mm-hmm. just know that going into the next phase of Marvel, Marvel fans. Um, there's a whole bunch of stuff that you didn't realize was in that purchase deal that you're not going to get. Are you going to get a lesser version of it? That's just all I'm saying. Yeah, and I I wanted to add this because it was kind of an aside, but I think it's it's an interesting point too. Um, so has anybody seen the movie Ready Player One out there? I'm sure they have. Familiar with it? It's it's a it's a it's a little it's a little flick about a, a future not, a not too distant future where people uh, use VR to uh, live their lives and they there's a lot of intellectual properties that are featured in this in-game universe. So like you'll have like your batch of the futures and your iron giants. And I mean, like there's a bunch of stuff in there. Those are the two that I always think of. Cause like, I'm like, those are like completely different properties. Um, mm-hmm. But in that, in that book, that novelization, which then became a movie, it's like, it's melting pot for all these cultural uh, properties, right? So they can like reskin your character or get weapons or go to like <laughs> John Hughes, uh, you know, movies and like do all these things. And by Disney acquiring all these properties, they can start to do that stuff where they can start to have all these things kind of just live in a melting pot pot in a film. And it's like, at what point do you have, what point do you have creative worlds now? It's like, everything's the same world because it's all related to each other. And mm-hmm. it's, is it, is it, I don't know if it, if it makes it less interesting, but it definitely isn't 
um, there's something to be said about creative limitations. When you don't have to rely on a crutch where you can put like Sonic the Hedgehog and Mario together, you you create really interesting things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so use, I'm like I, I use the analogy of Super Smash Bros. I remember when I pl- when I used to play the original versions of that, it was like you had eight characters and they were all <clears throat> Nintendo characters and it was fun. But then as it became more and more uh, popular, they started adding in other game properties. And now they're at the point where they have like 60 plus characters and they have like your reuse mm-hmm. from Capcom and Mega Man and Sonic and, um, you know, Breath of Fire, all these other things. And it's like, yeah, that's neat. But like, is it really like, is it really the story that you were trying to tell originally? Like originally it was like these maquettes and puppets that they had in like a toy chest that they just found and like brought them to life. And, but now it's like, Oh yeah. Like, and they start fighting each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like this completely different thing now. It's yeah. just like this, like I said, it's this fighting melting pot and yeah. ready player one is similar in that sense where it's like, this is big video game melting pot. I feel like Disney is headed that direction. Yeah. And from what I heard, ready player wasn't all that good. And, and you know, at what point when you start to mix everything in together, at what point does it lose the thing that made it um, original and and special, original and entertaining? It's like, Hey, it's like if every time you had a time travel movie, you like saw the DeLorean somewhere. And um, so every, you would just see the DeLorean like everywhere. And it's like, okay, so like the DeLorean is everywhere that you have a time travel movie. So they're all interconnected. Well, then that makes the DeLorean less special, you know, mm-hmm. like that movie is somehow like less. Yeah. It's like, it becomes like a less original thing. And it's like, Oh, you Terminator went back in time. It's like, Oh, there's the DeLorean over there. Or like um, an Avengers end game. If they had come across, Oh, we went back to the, Oh, there's the DeLorean sitting over there. Oh yeah. Oh. You know what I mean? And it's just, at what point does that thing then become not as special as it once was, right? Yeah. It just, i that's my fear is that you're going to see these things lose their place, like their iconography. It just becomes like, like I said, it becomes like a melting pot where nothing really holds a special place or its own <laughs> cultural identity. It just becomes part of this other thing. Everything's homogenous. Yeah, and yep. um, you know, the, as much as it's frustrating when you have things like console wars, where you're like, "Oh, here's your Microsoft versus your Sony versus your mm-hmm. Nintendo," um, because they have their they have to fight for the market. They create interesting content because they're trying to stand out. When Disney owns a majority of content, they don't necessarily mm-hmm. have to fight. They can just make stuff and we just have to accept it yeah it's like and it's it's, it's an example just popped in my head but it's like when it's why i don't particularly like the abrams version of star trek it's like okay you're trying to make this like star wars star trek and like star wars star trek and star wars fans have been at their each other's throats for years it's just mm-hmm. like oh you know uh star trek fans are too uppity and star wars fans are too you know not not stupid but like they just like dumb stuff you yeah. know like intellectual sci-fi but then jj abrams comes in and just makes star trek like big dumb sci-fi and it's like 
then this is it this loses is what makes it special. It's just another science fiction property now. Mm-hmm. And so like it, they've they've kind of changed that with the new TV shows like Discovery um they're start trekking their way out of situations with like, you know, oh yeah, just hop into Jeffrey's tube and go and like connect the the quantum phase inductor or whatever, you know what I mean? So they Star Trek their way out of situations, but I'm like, yes, that's Star Trek. Um uh or like not every uh not every show not like not every episode is about a battle like yeah they do diplomatic missions and stuff. that's star trek star wars is like lightsabers and and like it's a war in the stars <laughs> there's <laughs> battles everywhere but like star trek is more diplomacy and intelligence and all that kind of stuff and it took away again like this is the best example i can think of it took like a, or at least the best one that popped in my head anyway took away what made it special and made it like every other science fiction franchise out there yeah. so like i just afraid that's just what's going to happen with like a lot of disney properties not that they own them all mm-hmm. not all of them but a significant number and then just wait for that day when you see star wars slash marvel slash disney princesses all in one movie or like um did you ever see that parks and rec episode where Patton oswald does the filibuster it's the uh, and then <laughs> he's like and then what happens is chewbacca opens up a dimensional rift and then out come the avengers see and they all got to take on the Star. and you're like <laughs> yep at, at the time they were funny. all owned by separate and i'm like yes you could actually do a movie like that now because one studio owns it all that's not <laughs> a good thing like, folks that's not no no his 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 proposal is, is like absolutely ludicrous it's like a five year it's like a, a an eight-year-old or a 10-year-old playing with 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 their toys right yeah it's he's <laughs> like and then and then out come the x-men <laughs> and you're like <laughs> Wolverine like uses his uh his uh what is it his uh rage attack or whatever his berserker, his berserk, yeah, berserker attack and it's like and yeah and it's like oh my god it's really bad fan fiction it's super bad but it's it's a, a hilarious episode but it's like at the time he didn't like they weren't it's hilarious because at the time they they were not owned by the same company and now they are so it's even funnier looking back on it right yeah but yeah anyway man Okay, I, I've said all I gotta say about it. I don't I, I, and that was the last thing I wanted to say because I think sometimes we just need to bring back to reality. Like, here's what here's what's actually probably going to happen. Like, as much as we're yeah. joking, this is very likely that we'll start to get this kind of shit happening where stuff just. Oops, I just hit my mic. Stuff that just <laughs> I'm putting my hands up right now, guys. Yeah, he's, he's using his hands on a podcast, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you see people, you're just gonna see shit thrown together, and it's gonna be terrible that is yeah oh yeah 100 percent. or like everything will just be the same it's and it's already kind of starting to happen which is too bad but yeah uh until people stop going stop paying to see it they'll keep doing it yeah like as bad as lion king supposedly would i was i mean it it made what like several hundred million dollars it's not like it did bad all the money that it needed to to make more justify its existence exactly so, yeah, I I don't know, man. It's like film goers out there go see new weird shit. Just go see weird shit. Yeah. Yep. And watch Doom Patrol. <laughs> get that last little kick in there. So, uh, yeah, you got anything else to say? I think I'm I, good. I think I think I am tapped out. 
tapped out. Okay. So with all that said, thanks so thanks for joining us this week. Please like, comment, subscribe if you're able. Rate the podcast wherever you listen. Or if there's something you really want to talk about, email me at conferculture at gmail.com. That's C-O-N-F-E-R-C-U-L-T-U-R-E at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Chris. I'm Tim. And this has been Confer Culture. Confer Culture.